Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Actually, I think I'm going to start my own version. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Of what, Inktober? Yeah. It's going to be called March, but spelled M-A-R-T-C-H. Oh, I like it. I yeah. like it. So I do a creative endeavor for... 31 days of my own volition. Is that the right word to use there? Yeah, of my own volition. Yeah. yeah. That's like the it's right your choice yeah, and your exactly. responsibility, not yeah. your responsibility, yeah. but. Yeah, I draw to the beat of my own drum, so to speak. I like the lighting in here tonight. It's pretty moody. It's very moody. It is October 7th, 2019. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Yeah, you gotta. Gotta take the fingers out of the holes whenever you do that. It goes against everything I believe in. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry we are late. I had to fix me a nice mocktail um, so we can celebrate tonight. Yes. Cheers, sir. Cheers. We just clinched our third straight playoff berth. Mm. And guess what? Guess who good. still has not? Uh, Orlando City. But Jock's out. Jock's out. James O'Connor. That's how I like to live my life. Jock's out. <laughs> when in doubt jock out exactly yeah exactly <laughs> i am tim herb as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host mr kevin bradley the bearded one drinking buffalo trace yeah really taking a step to- you were in a really good mood to drink shit bourbon huh you're such a <laughs> shit. uh 
Oh man. Oh, we have some uh, some familiar names in the trap. We're very happy. You know why to see we're really late is because we got wrapped up with that cheese at Pizza Hut Pizza. Okay, guys. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin surprised me. <laughs> Kevin brings over a. Uh, I was literally within minutes of telling Angie, I was like, "Don't let me eat anything the rest of the night." You're welcome. I was like, "I gotta, I gotta shed a few lbs. I gotta get, uh, I gotta get in shape at some point." Mm-hmm. And then Kevin waltzes in. He's got his art book, and he's got a cheese it logo on a pizza box. <laughs> and I go, "Yes, yes, I need this." And we split it. Yep. And uh, hashtag content will be up later. Yeah, got some so, good picks. It was not bad. I like how our buddy Casey, uh, Mighty Casey, put it in uh, put it in perspective the other day when he when he got it. He said it was fucking terrible, but it was also exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the mindset you have to have every time you get Pizza Hut, right? Yeah, it's like I want terrible. Yeah. Um, good to see the majority of you who are normally in the trap with us, Domer, Joe Johnstone, who we saw both of you guys yesterday. It was fantastic. Steven Perales. Where'd you get this? I don't think that uh, we've seen you in the trap. Thank you for joining us. It finally has made it early enough to watch Bro. from the beginning. Um, Brandon Scott. I feel like that's a name I haven't seen in forever. Uh, Parker McGlone, Michelle, Robert Swick, the Swicksters back, Coach Steve. You're not late, Coach Steve. We're late. What? Where did you get this? We got that out at uh, Candler Park while my lovely wife was uh, was slinging the goods out at uh, the Candler Park Fall Festival in Atlanta United. On sweet. somebody left one in our booth on Saturday. That's awesome. And then on Sunday, so Atlanta United was out there, yeah. And their brand ambassadors were walking by when we were setting up, and Angie and I They're were still both- talking about Deboer out. It was it's it was the same guy. <laughs> he walked, How much he hates so, Breck Shay. Yeah, so he walks he walks by, um, which I don't harbor any animus about anybody as long as they're not still going with the Frank DeBoer out train. But anyway, he walks by in the morning. Angie and I are both setting up, and we both got our Atlanta United jerseys. It's it's game day. I'm yeah. going to the game, um, and he notices us. And then before setups over, he comes in and he runs and gives us both of them. Uh, gives both of us. Uh, one of those flags. That's so. awesome. Speaking of wearing the New Jersey for game day, shouts out to our boy Grego at For uh, the Culture. Yeah, FTC UTD on all the platforms. Go check them out. Fantastic podcast, fantastic content, just fantastic fellas. Boom. That's all I got to say. Go check out Home Before Dark, Guts Before Spell, being the number four on Instagram for a fucking great video that Greg <laughs> took yesterday out in the yes. gulch. Yes, it was great. It was great being out in the gulch. Oh. saw um, Sean Mack. Immediately, whenever we got out there, Christian Mills, I think, uh, Craig. Lift- Craig gives the best hugs. Man. He lifted. I, not a man in my life has ever lifted me under their shoulders and fireman carried man. me. He did that. Man. He did that for me. He's a man of the people. He is a man of the people. He gave the people what they wanted. Saw Craig, saw Domer, saw... The Palacios brothers. Palacios Congratulations brothers, Congratulations to Danny yep. Palacios Absolutely. and Miriam having a, having a child on the way. Um, and then, who else do we see? Some oh, one of my highlights from Brian, yesterday. of course. One of my highlights from yesterday, uh, Joe Johnson, obviously. Great picture with him in the uh, in the atrium. Uh-huh. But uh, one of my favorite highlights of yesterday, one of my favorite engagements yesterday was with Danny. Well, you know, we've avoided the whole topic of discussion, but this was the best way to address it, which was Danny was asking where my seats were. And I said, you know, I sit with all the Nazis. <laughs> he looks at me and goes, that explains a lot. <laughs> Talking about my hair being shaved. 
<laughs> oh, oh man, pretty great. Pretty great. Love those guys. So uh, yeah, saw a lot of really great people. Saw Michelle. You, I don't think you caught. I did not catch Michelle. And Michelle, you didn't show up at Candler. Yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed. So yeah, it was a great day. It was a great good week. Day. Saw yeah. Austin. It's a good um, weekend. Yeah, everybody. Uh, so anyway, lead up to the match was great. Uh, best weather for a tailgate. I think we've had all season. Oh, for sure. It's. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Greg, I didn't see you out there. I did see you the night before, though. I saw you, Greg. I know. I didn't see you, Greg. I didn't see Greg. I saw him the night before, though. I and saw, I'll tell you. Greg big times me every time I see him out there. <laughs> that, dude, that dude gets so much love. He's always slapping hands with everybody. You yeah. can't talk to him for more than 30 seconds without somebody else having way more street credibility than you do coming in and jockeying for position. I had the name set on, though, so I should have gotten yep. priority. Didn't change anything. That he got name, his video. He used me. He got his video. That's all he wanted. As the kids say nowadays, that name set slaps. It, it does. Slap. It, it did. slaps. It did. Is it? Do you plural? I'm afraid it? to wash it. Yeah. Don't wash. <laughs> 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 At least don't dry it. Yeah. Because for sure it'll squish up in the back. Yeah. It I'm gonna have to hand. Off. I'm gonna yeah. hand wash it. My hand wash it. Oh. Yes, Greg. I was just talking about that. Video's up on our Instagram story. Made sure we tagged you guys in it. Greg was down at field right. level yesterday. Oh. Yeah. That's fancy. He's down there getting real fancy. He's on field level, not like field level club, but like in the tunnel. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was like holding Joseph's hand, carrying the flag out mm-hmm. in the game? Like, Yeah. So <laughs> like he switched places with Joseph. Joseph was a little kid. <laughs> you know, because get it? Greg's eight feet tall. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. got it. I got it. Uh, Arby's is great, says Elliot Beaven. Apparently... We all know that Game Changer has done a riff on the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. It's called the Closed on Sunday Chicken Sandwich. I'm a big fan. I know you're not because of the mayonnaise, the, yeah. the mayo-based sauce that's on there. I'm really a big fan of it. I think it's a little overpriced, but I think it's really good. They also apparently are our food correspondent. We've got our traveling correspondent with Kevin Brown. I saw Kevin Brown out there. Oh, yeah. We had a full reunion of our uh, that's station right. soccer team. That's right. Just in, we did. Yeah. saw Anna Ball and Kelly. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Brought our really good friend Christian Mendonca uh, that's with, right. with the, to the game with me. So uh, Kevin's our traveling correspondent. Joe is our... Our food correspondent. Our food correspondent <laughs> is is doing some, some in-depth coverage on the... Uh, the Arby's riff that the Game Changer is doing. Yeah, how in-depth is, in is two-word review? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ask some of the people that have reviewed this show on iTunes. <laughs> and this is your reminder that <laughs> if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure that you leave a rating and or review. We will read it live on the show. No, no matter, matter what, what it, it says. says. <laughs> no matter what it says. But I told Joe yesterday, he said they do like a shaved brisket. I said, give me roast beef ribbon or give me death. Mm. It well, needs- good luck now because you've, so you've this got a is- cortisone shot today. Yeah, so this is the way that I do my roast beef, too. It's like Arby's. So you, you get the potato spiral- spiralizer, uh-huh. and then you put a, a round roast. like a- I do that with hot dogs. Yeah, and you spiralize. <laughs> you know what I do with hot dogs since I do the... No, I do the hot dogs. Uh, sorry, I thought it was a different thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I do it with the, the zoodler. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, just run a run a hot dog yes. through a zoodler, so you just get hot dog strands, just crisp them up. Not, you get more surface area, so you can fry them up real good. It's like potato straws, but it's hot dog flavored. Yeah, get those burn ends on them. Why does I it... want a burn end sandwich like a brisket sandwich, but, but hot just dogs, crispy hot dog meat. <laughs> 
Somebody make that happen. <laughs> but put egg and cheese on there? Buds, oh, my God. Buds and Burgers has got to make that happen. Great. Dude, yeah, it was a fantastic game yesterday. The fact that they opened up the roof uh, yesterday oh, yeah. was was great. That's man. right. They um, it, We couldn't have had a better day for it. Um, it started getting a little sweaty for a minute out in the tailgate. Yeah, yeah. And then you get into the it's stadium, perfect. and it was it was so good. And then the the breeze just coming down, it was it was a wonderful. It was a day. great way to end the season. I it can't imagine a, a, a better result, a better way to end the season. For the first time in months, Atlanta United's got a fully healthy lineup. Yeah, and at the best time to have it. Yes. Any surprise to see Joseph starting? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. They, they left it up to him from what they said. Joseph will yeah. decide if he starts or plays against New England. So he decided yeah. to play, you know? Yeah, I remember seeing, I think Josh Bagriansky had posted, he's like, this is a really bad call for for DeBoer to let him make the call because Joseph doesn't play or whatever. If Joseph plays and gets hurt, um, he looks like a, a weak manager letting a player decide whether or not he plays and all that sort of I don't know. Whatever. I yeah. mean, in... Uh, and the Michael Parkhurst chant at the end. Yes. That was great. That was really I mean, it great. went on for yes five minutes. That was the longest chant I've ever heard. So Stephen Perales, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, is asking if we're, if we're going to repeat our starting 11 uh, playoffs? on the 19th at home against New England yet again. Right? Actually, I, think I don't have o'clock. kick. I'm pretty sure it's at 3 o'clock. Um... You know, they did release. They, I they think sent us you, an email I today. think you almost have to if you got the result that you wanted. Yeah, it's Three p.m. You got the result that you wanted with very little threat of it not being that way over most of the game. I think I think Atlanta got a little flat towards the end of the first half, but overall that game never really seemed like it was. I like out what, of reach. I like what control. Brittany's saying that that PD should have started, but I don't know where. This is this is the dilemma for me. This lineup has the midfield that I desire. Yeah. Having Jeff Lorenowitz, who I was talking to uh, our buddy Larry Luke, who does Solid and Strikes. Oh, him out there and Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see Chris. Chris left by the time he Elder was Elder Tree had their tailgate. Damn, that's just yeah, such a great tr- day. Saw Trinidad for the first time know, in man. a year. His baby. His baby. Go support those guys over at Elder Baby's Tree. Baby's crying. Um, it's awesome. Wolverine himself. Oh my God! So I was talking to Larry Luke, and uh, I was I was like, "Do you think?" Because it was emotional that part what, with Parky yesterday, even though it's not technically going to be his last game in an Atlanta United uniform. Um, but when we were talking, it's like, "Do you think Lorenowitz is going to retire?" And I think he's got another year in him. I honestly think he could have played. all... I think he'll do the Parker's treatment next season. I think he could have played all thirty-four games. I think this he year. could have too. The guy is fit as. Fuck. It's yeah. ridiculous. Agreed. It is absolutely ridiculous how good he is. But having him anchor that midfield and in releasing Nagby and Heinemann to pretty much play the same role interchangeably left to right, I, I think the the freedom that it gives the, the players in front of them is so much better than bringing in Remetti or, or taking off Heinemann to me and putting on Petey. But, so that's where I struggle because Gressel played the best game that he's played all year, probably. Oh yeah, yesterday, hands down. Justin Miram maybe is the only guy that you could take out of the lineup to put Petey in, but then you have like a debacle with for, not with no. formation, but positionally. No, yeah. 
you need you need Miram to anchor that position because Pitti's going to try to do a lot of the same stuff that Barco does, but I don't think he has the pace or the the gas to do it in the manner that Barco. You know what? Does for you know what Barco minute. likes to do though is smash that like button. Uh, that's yeah. right. That's what he told me. Yeah. Hashtag Barco says smash like. The problem smash was he like was smashing button. the like button on too many other people's Instagram photos. No. And it led to a whole other thing. I, I heard he was subscribed to Mouse of the South, and I think that was the whole. That's exactly that's, what I think that's was. what yeah, went down. Absolutely right. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't Vasquez's girlfriend. It was really Eric Quintana. We it, all know what really happened. Yeah. Blame it. Hashtag blame Eric. Hashtag blame Eric. Who are you going to record with while I'm gone? Ooh. That's a good question. Yeah, I'll ask. <laughs> I'll ask our house sitter just to. Oh, I won't tell her that anybody's coming over, and then just you just show I come up. in and do the key number. Just put in a state of panic. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Um, yeah, maybe Greg, maybe Joe, maybe I'll do a, a road. Maybe I'll just get a full Last Supper in here. Just get the full table. Just <laughs> pass the mic around. It'd be great. Um, and Domer, I like that. It depends. We might have to go mobile rig with it. I don't know. Because we do have house sitters coming for yeah, the we'll 11 days. It. Yeah, We'll deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm going to miss the first play- first round of the playoffs. We scheduled, Angie and I scheduled a national park trip, I don't know, like six, nine months ago at this point, And it just so happens that it was on my birthday. yes that's what it is (laughs) my Uh, birthday's already come and gone it's back again yeah you're leaving again yeah that's i get it it's your it's your quarter birthday (laughs) it's your quarter birthday (laughs) i'm 31 and a quarter (laughs) 31 i'm glad so so michelle's going back off to the uk i say back off to the uk i don't even know if you're going back to back home or if you're if you're gonna go for for leisure somewhere else other than because the UK is a very fairly large area. Uh, Greg's mentioned in Domer's new uh, name set more so than the name set. Did you see that the um, you see that the Footy Mob kits were out in full force yesterday? The mm-hmm. new kits that they got, those things are awesome. We got to get the Home um, Before Dark kit next year. Who were we with? We did yesterday? the scarf this year. We got to do the kit. Who next were we year. with yesterday? Was rocking one. Oh, Joe Joe Johnstone. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing yeah. one. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's. It's uh, pretty great. Domer's hair feathered and lethal yesterday. Oh yeah, he can't grow it back out anymore. No, just that, gotta keep it. I yeah, I gotta get that on my head. Yeah, I just need to get hair on my head. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We do. Uh, we do need to do that. All right. So uh, starting lineup. We talked about hey, Joseph. Hey yo, I'm I'm just glad. So Greg came over on uh, Saturday night after the. He's a big Florida fan. I'm an Auburn fan. I don't know. I, I cheer for Auburn because my brother went there, and my I went to Francis Marion University, a small school that doesn't have football. And it's very, very glad for uh, for him. But Why does know. it sound so hard for you to say that? Like you're choking back tears. I'm just happy he showed up in a Boca jersey and not uh, um, Gators, uh, Gators, Gators apparel. <laughs> that yeah. would have been really great. He would have been did. turned away. <laughs> would have been really door. great if he did. I wish – Do uh, that's a good point, though. Do colleges – I haven't ever seen any college, like collegiate jerseys other than football. Maybe baseball, but like oh, soccer you're talking about kids? To, to buy? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because that would be really cool. I mean, the ser- I mean, the, the soccer stadiums are usually pretty empty for those games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think they're I mean, really, they be losing they're money not really money makers. No. Um, I mean, we pretty much played on a practice field. We had a D1 uh, women's team and a. I guess our men's team was D two, but 
Um, yeah, and, and Greg saying college basketball jerseys are so few nowadays. It's true. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe we'll see more support as like the the NCAA rule doesn't. I think it's going to spread from California. I think a couple different states are. So what is that considering exactly? it? Where players can make money off of their likeness? Oh, because they're doing their NCAA football is coming back, right? I don't think it is. It's going to now. Well, in California, <laughs> just yeah. in California, they're yeah. going to release it just in California. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. But as California goes, in a lot of ways, the country goes in terms of legislation, whatever. Um, I think as you see that to start to spread out, um, I think you'll probably see a lot more apparel. Yeah. Know. You think for other collegiate teams other than just football? Uh, I don't know. That's that's ultimately what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think you're going to see. I mean, because you still see collegiate jerseys, like football jerseys, but it's the basketball and Soccer specifically, that. But how many? Like, I don't want to get off on a tangent. I just, I just want to ask your opinion on that. Like, how much of a recruiting edge is that going to give the likes of USC, Cal, UCLA, Stanford? Oh, absolutely. That's a game changer. San Diego State. I mean, all of those, those kids, especially the kids that. Oh man, yeah, the kids that struggle for financial reasons at schools. So I had a theory about this, and end up with Coach Brown on on. I had a theory about this recently, which was, I mean, the universities make money off of broadcasting, right? Yes. Sports broadcasting. And I assume that games that are aired in primetime get more revenue back to the schools than games that are That's why you don't assume. It's not Because you make an ass. Is it all universal? Out of yourself. Is it the same all the way? I don't know. I just wanted to say that. logic would stand to reason to be the case, right? Like games in primetime. Yeah, I think so. Or the 3.30 game on CBS is going to make you more money than that 12 p.m. game on ESPN2. But really, it's the 7 o'clock game on CBS or ABC that makes the most money. Now, think about the teams that are typically playing in that game are teams that are really successful, at least right now, are all in all are mostly Eastern Coast based teams because they get yeah. a little bit of hierarchy and playing at that time versus playing at, you know, noon out on West Coast or, you know, whatever, even ten o'clock games. It's that's their prime time. So I think that some of that revenue for T V and marketing also goes into the success of some of these school programs. Just just a theory that I'm throwing out there. It'll be interesting to see if the likeness stuff starts to change the tide of that a little bit more. No pun intended. Stuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I hadn't thought about that until recently. Yeah. Um, back to back to the game yesterday. Um, lineup. Lineup. Yes, yes. So... Um, Steven Perales, I believe I got the name right, asking if the lineup stays the same from yesterday, which saw, let me, if I, let me see if I can recall it from memory. Uh, Alec Can, uh, Kevin Kratz, um, Mikey Ambrose. Are you talking about whenever we were playing FIFA? <laughs> that mirror those match. Are the, those are the best lineups. The man. mirror match. It's like, I'm starting Can. Um, I, got, I, got, I got George Bellow in there. Um, so, no. So we had Guzan... Miles Robinson, LGP, Escobar, um, and then Pogba came on later, right? Yeah. So Lorenowitz, Nagby, Heinemann, Gressel, Miram, Barco, and, and Joseph. 
do you think we see that same lineup on the 19th without Petey Martinez? And what does Petey Martinez do get, to get back to that discussion about what that shuffle entails whenever he does come back into the lineup? Because ultimately... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you are playing the exact same team in the exact same stadium at the exact same time. My... Yeah, so Domer says, I may bring in Petey for Heinemann as the only change. Maybe in second half, but not to start. Yeah, I what struggle like Joe Johnson's saying depends on how defensive you want to be. Offensive you want to be. Oh, he says offensive, sorry. Yeah, because um, you're not gonna be any more defensive with PG in there. <laughs> no, with Heinemann though, you do oh, yeah. get a more box to box player. And then um what was interesting was to see how high New England was pressing and they quickly did the entire got game like the entire beginning of the game they were yeah. But they but were overly aggressive. The, that that, that goal step, we gave up was pretty yeah, unfortunate, absolutely. but it was it's a result of the high absolutely. press. I mean, they see what has been happening with LGP the past couple of weeks, and I think that they were exploiting that. I mean, he had a couple bad like uh, whiffs on tackles. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Brian is saying New England is consistently pressed high. Yeah, I mean they have the team for it, and, and they're they're a good team. I mean we talked about that before. I mean Bruce Arena's obviously come in and put his identity or put a stamp onto the team, or at least put a cohesive unit out onto the field, and shown just how inept Brad Friedel was as a manager. But I mean we were able to shut down a lot of what they were doing yesterday. They have good players in good spots. You called three one, didn't you? Because I, I said two one. I'm Maybe. pretty sure you th- said three one. Is either that or three nil? Uh, I might have called it three now, but I said two we, one, I think. we need to break out the vault uh, note cards at some oh, point. Oh, do you know where they are? Uh, they're somewhere in that closet, though. I don't know. Is it, there anything in there I shouldn't see? A, a lot of stuff. Yeah? Don't Should do that. People? Just tentacles come <laughs> rushing up. As a body just falls. It's Dan. <laughs> like that would be the best setup for the return of Dan as we go the entire like not even mention it or anything, and then just completely <laughs> it just falls out of the closet. Uh, Maybe Dan will come back for playoffs. Maybe then he'll find it worth so his time. Dirty Bird Person. That's who I'll try to record with whenever you're yeah. gone. Dirty Bird Person kind of echoed what you were saying about the, the, the PD situation. He said PD's just so often bad after 50 minutes. I'd almost rather sub in. Uh, I'd almost rather he'd sub in. And which is exactly what you were saying and bringing him in. Um, Tito looked lost on the field again. He had a couple good. So did Escobar for a good bright part. That I mean, that five center back lineup at the end was pretty pretty stout. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we had we legitimately had Pogba, LGP, Parkhurst, Escobar, <laughs> and Miles Robinson all all in the game at one time. Yeah, that's true. Because you trade it's like out. a moat around goal. Those are the alligators in our 18-yard box moat. You trade, you traded uh, Miram for LGP or not LGP? Sorry, you traded Miram for um, uh, Pogba, right? I'm trying yeah. to remember the substitutions correctly, but you end up with that crazy five. Yeah, Tito, Pogba, and Parker's were the three. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Parker's came on for Gressel. Barco, no, who came off? It was Miram and Heinemann. I don't think they took Heinemann off for Tito, did they? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, uh, Brittany S doesn't know either. But who Joe, did they take off for Tito. Yeah. 
Joe Johnstone's correct. He said not as se- not as sexy as Frank DeBoer. Not e- not even close. Yeah, no. it was it was Barco that came off. Okay, it was Barco and Merrim that came off at the same time. Um. So yeah, lineup. I think I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm. It's co- tough, dude. Why? Because, I, because then you're just gonna be if if it doesn't work out. Uh, yeah, I know. I understand. That's but, all you're gonna hear. You have no reason to think that it. What What's the up? Let me pose it a different way. What's the upside of changing the lineup? Do you really think? Do you really think that Pity Martinez, from everything we've seen this season, puts you in a position to win four nil, five one, four one? Even do you think that Pity Martinez gives you one more goal and you still end up winning by multiple? Is it that worth it to me? The exposure with Pity on the field versus what you get out of the lineup that you had yesterday that was proven successful. There's no, I, I don't see the reasoning behind that. Against the, again, if it was a different team, it'd be a different conversation. Yeah. But against the exact same fucking team two weeks after the fact, I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, I don't know either. I, it, but it's tough, though, because he's one of our best players. Absolutely. And I think he will have a huge role to play in the playoffs. But the first round against the team that you just had that amount of success with, I don't know why you need to change it. Brandon Scott, I, I don't think you're in the minority, and I don't know you'll you'll tick some people off, and and most of them are the the parceros because we know that, um, Danny and Annabelle yeah. and Ronald, they're yeah. all like diehard. Actually, I don't know if Ronald is. At least at least uh, Danny and and Annabelle are huge PD stands, but you know Brandon Scott saying uh, might tick off some people, but I really didn't miss PD. Just saying. Yeah. Um, yes, and, and hats off to Annabelle's name set yesterday. That thing was stellar. And I, I can't believe I'd never met Ronald before yesterday. Really? Yeah, I never have. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Ronald Pena. Yeah, those guys, they uh, they all do Sampre United together now. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's Parceros United now. Is it? Yeah. No, the podcast is still Sampre United. I think they have a spinoff show called Parceros United. Do they? I thought so. I'm so far behind. I want to listen to like I don't understand enough Spanish. Like no, I gotta crack. Uh, un crack, yeah. <laughs> un crack. I haven't seen those guys in a minute though. Yeah, Luis and Michael and yeah. Eric. Eric, yeah. I haven't seen them. Every time minute. I see Eric, he's just on Snapchat singing to him. So. Every time every time I see Luis, he's like, Tim, I haven't seen you in six months. It's like <laughs> I just I'm gonna count now and then six months later I'll see you again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um Yeah. Let's see. Um, so lineup, I don't. I don't think you change it. You think you change it? Last chance. One, I two, w- three, I w- go. I, I would not change it. I think it's going to change. Fair enough. Let's move into. I it I think you cause uh, kind of a rift if if yesterday wasn't just rest for PD. That's a good point. All right. Oh yeah, especially considering all the antics off the field throughout this season. I think you open up the door to speculation at that point. If he's not starting in a playoff game, well, why isn't Pity starting? He's on the bench for two games. Clearly there must be another problem in the locker room. He wants to go. I heard he's going back to River Plate in the offseason. He doesn't want to be there. Frank DeBoer's lost the locker room. DeBoer out. Can we talk about how awesome it is that Atlanta United ends this regular season in the exact same position that they did in their MLS Cup winning season. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. That is pretty crazy that we're we're second 
we have at least one, if not two, home playoff games. Speaking of which, Christian Mills, I owe you a um, away days kit. Away days kit. I'm a man of my word. You nailed it, man. Well Abs- done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked so Christian uh, Mendonca, who was with me at the game yesterday. He's a big Red Bulls fan, and he's like, because they lost three nothing to Montreal. And he's like, well, Atlanta United last game of last season. Lost four nothing to a Canadian team. Maybe this is a good omen. Maybe this is actually gonna, gonna work out. It's crazy. Like the, we'll get into it later. But the shift that happened in the East yesterday was pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, but it was only cool to watch because we stayed in that second place exactly. position and we didn't have to worry about exactly. any of that stuff. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, Michelle asking, can you imagine the the FDB out crazies if we win the treble? And as, as the great fisticuffs once said, put some treble in it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, that, it's tough for me to think about. Do you think, if you had to guess, just be completely honest, do you think Atlanta United wins the cup this year? Yes. Really? I do. Really? I do. Tim. I do. Really? I do. Finally, I've been waiting for you to say those words for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to clip that. Do you? Uh. Do you Oh God! Yes, as Greg as as Grego says, DC United had a two man advantage on Cincy, thirty three shots, and drew zero to zero. Oh my God! Yeah. Who do you think we end up playing in the final? You think it's still going to be LAFC? Nope. I don't. I think the likes of Seattle. Um, I think we make it to the conference final. And we'll get knocked out by NYC. That's my bet. No. Um. Because NYC will play the winner of because they don't reseed the playoffs. So even like if we were to lose to New England, and then um, and then Philly wins, no, they would still play the winner between right. Yeah, they would still play the winner between um, DC and DC and Red Bulls. Red Bulls, yeah, that's right. Right. Um, they wouldn't play the seven seed. They yeah. wouldn't play, or yeah, they wouldn't play the seven seed in New England. Even if New England beat us, they don't reseed the playoffs. No, Red Bulls are sixth. Yeah, they play. Oh the, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Philly, they play Philly. Yeah, and then Toronto plays DC. Or no, did Toronto end up in third? Damn it, DC and it's Toronto. DC and Toronto. It's DC Whoever and Toronto. the winner is, the winner is between DC and Toronto is who NYC would have to play. And I don't see NYC getting knocked out by either one of those teams right now. You don't? No. Even if they have to go and play at City Field, a field that they've never played at. Why would they go play at City Field? They have higher like they have a higher ranking. They 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 would City. automatically be at home. Right, they're home because the the Yankees are going to destroy everybody in the baseball oh, playoffs. Oh, that's right. They, they don't have get to, to play, play at the Mets stadium. They have to go play at City. That's right. I forgot play. all about that shit. Thank you, Tim. This is why we do a podcast. Yes, I'm so, so glad we're discussing this because I, I I really do forgot like, all about that. I so really I for really those do who don't like know, our chances. Yeah, for those that don't know, why don't you explain the situation that we just kind of glossed over there? Okay, so there's this group of oil sheiks who uh, utilize both slave labor and will uh, commit human atrocities, um, human rights violations. And they own Manchester City, and then they also own New York City. Oh my God! This and they've never been involved. able to get. Was a... this on that DVD that Longshore still got? <laughs> and they've never been able to get a stadium, a soccer, a specific stadium inside of New York, um, because they will not settle outside the five boroughs. I'm just joking around, but I'm, I mean, 
that part is legitimate. Everything that I said is legitimate there. But um, is. in terms of what's going on, the Yankees have priority at Yankee Stadium. Um, yeah, I mean, even Just, uh, even, even what Greg's saying. So the obviously NYCFC shares a stadium with the Yankees, and the playoff dates are going to conflict with the Yankees' playoff dates. And do you think the Steinbrenners are going to give way? Yeah. They're not. Do you, you know, think New York really cares about New York City FC? It really when sucks. When it comes to a, when the pinstripes are, are playing yeah, in, the, in October? No. no, it doesn't matter. It sucks for the fan base, and a lot of Atlanta fans know what that feels like. I don't know if you guys know how big monster truck jams are in this city, but we're all familiar Ooh. with that. We know what that's Grave like. Grave digger. We all know what we all know. We, we you remember when they used a, to have like WCW wrapped cars? Like uh, that Hulk Hogan would go up against Grave Digger. I'm still waiting. Monster jam. I'm still waiting for the like wrestling to come to Atlanta so we can get a big group together to go see it. We've missed it like three times in the past like four months. Oh damn! It's it. been here. Raw's been here twice, and then SmackDown's what? been here twice this year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Danny goes. Yeah. All right, we need to we need to plan better. Yeah. I so, forget that shit comes on every night. Um every Monday night. Is it still every Monday night for Raw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Damn it. Losing my train of thought. Back back to the to the playoff picture. Oh yeah. So I like our chances to win another MLS Cup. Bruh. Who you think is going to knock out the two people that I think okay. stand in Atlanta's way the most? LAFC and NYC. Because you're you're saying it's got to be DC or Toronto to knock NYC out at this point. Who do you think that is of those two? Oh, I think Toronto could beat NYCFC. Okay, I think Toronto's always uh, a dangerous team, especially like. They seem to be what is the, their current form is not bad. I mean, in their past five, I mean they're they're two one and zero. And you realize that we have two, to play the winner of Philly or Red Bulls going to that match. Two teams that we have not beaten this year, um, including a ten man Red Bulls team. Yeah, Red Bulls are a different team right now. Um, they are not at all what they were at the beginning of the season. Phillies, I don't think, been on a good really because we just played them a couple of weeks. I know. Ago. I understand. I understand. We played them up at Talent Energy, and like they, they would come here and play though. Yeah, it would be a completely different environment. Yeah, they played us here early on in the season. We gave the game away to them. Right, yeah. we lost two points at the end of the game. I think it's a completely different story. The chemistry is completely different now. The lineup that we played yesterday, I think, would suit play, pretty much playing against anybody at this point. And I like that lineup going into the playoffs and that, right. that formation. Let's scroll through. The, I know the trap's going off here before we get to our thoughts. Uh, we owe it to the people here. So, um, Domer says, don't bash Supercross, and he called us dick nipples. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, Is cool. that like the French fries? The French fry? Never mind. Crinkle cut. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see. Joe Johnston saying Toronto. Domer saying Toronto. Brandon Scott saying Toronto. Uh, Greg is saying Toronto is a super wild card in the East because they have the experience. Not just that, they have a hell of a lot of talent on that team. Josie did get injured yesterday whenever he tried to come back. Um, let's see. Josie's injured, but Toronto can do it, and that's correct. Um, Open Cup rematch in the MLS Cup final. That's an interesting. Uh, I don't think Minnesota's going to be able to pull it out. I think... Um, so to me, I can see someone or a team like Seattle who ended up 
they ended up in second yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Was that how it shook out? I don't remember the West. Yeah, Seattle's in second. So Seattle finished on 56 points, which is the third best record in in MLS. Um, Yeah, third best record in MLS. Oh, LAFC. Vela ends up not just breaking Joseph's record, but in emphatic style. On top yeah, of it. yeah, she, yeah. He, did he have a hat trick yesterday? Yeah, I it's thought he only had the mad. two. No, he had a hat trick. It's hard to be mad about that. No, he definitely. I'm did pretty it sure he had a hat trick. I don't think he scored the third goal. Um, I'm, I know he had the two. Zlatan had a hat trick yesterday. Uh, no, Zlatan had uh, one goal, and uh, Gustavo Pavon had one. Okay, so uh, why was I thinking? I guess he did just get the brace. No, Vela had a hat trick. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're how right. dare you? How Sorry. dare you, Tim? First of all, how you're dare not, you? You're not wrong to second-guess me and my stats. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, the way that it's shaking out, um, I yeah. I mean, we play New England. Toronto plays D.C. Seattle plays Dallas. Dallas, well, you know, we were— Ooh, we, we, yeah. they lit it up yesterday. Yeah, like we were so. I think everybody was hard on the the Matias Almeida San Jose train for a while, and then Dallas usurped them in their playoff hunt. It's yeah. crazy. I was not expecting Dallas. Usually, Dallas fades towards the end of the year, and then they were able to to sneak into the playoffs. They're playing Seattle. Is it Almeida that just got um, picked up by Monterey? Is there? I don't. I wasn't sure if that was official. I know there were rumors. Okay, that might be all. I, I saw, saw headlines that he was considering, yeah. or Monterey yeah. was coming after him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then RSL plays Portland in RSL, which is another surprise to me that yeah. RSL is hosting a playoff game. Yeah. So anyway, back to what we what we talked about. Who do you think? Um, who do you think we end up playing? We already talked about Toronto, and so who do you think we end up playing out of the West? I think we play Seattle. Um, I think it's either Seattle or LA Galaxy. I still I think it's Galaxy of the for, two. For as dominant as LAFC is, I just have this feeling in in a single elimination match that they're going to shit the bed. We talked about it. They did come up big yesterday, and I know it sounds weird. They had a surging Colorado team that was still fighting for a 7th place playoff berth yesterday. LAFC that they, did. It, yeah. Yeah, LAFC played them. Yeah. And they lost to that same team earlier on in the season if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. At home, the, we talked about that throughout the years. Like LA, got, LAFC looked in; their defense was impregnable. Um, they're going to eat your children. That whole they it's looked their like, cup to lose, right? They looked like early '90s Mike Tyson. Yeah, like they were just going to dominate the entire league the entire season. I mean, they won the supporter shield with the most points ever. Carlos Vela has the most goals ever in a season, and he's one of the leading assists players in the league too which Um, is crazy to me um yeah i but i still think from watching them play down to their competition that they have some weaknesses i uh, you saw i think they lost to portland earlier on in the season right three nil they lost to no i think you're thinking about galaxy oh you're right Galaxy uh, lost to Portland twice. They lost two bad oh minnesota they lost at home to minnesota they lost at home to colorado and Brittany has to say Atlanta versus Galaxy. I like that. That would be like the biggest final. And Zlatan and doesn't play on turf. <laughs> he will. And they and we would host if it was yes. them, right? That would be the highest rated MLS final, I think, in, in oh, league history. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean obviously. So the hosting it, the in the hosting order of teams, I believe Atlanta is third. No, of cup finals. Oh yeah, you're right. Third. 
Yeah, behind would, behind LAFC and NYCFC. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be pretty great. Um. So we're guaranteed to at least get through. I mean, unless we play NYC, um, in the conference final, we if we advance through the first the first playoff match, we are guaranteed a second at home, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, we know that we're playing New England again, and then we'll play, like I said, the winner of Red Bulls or Philly. I don't that. I think out of everything that you've said, I I want I want to believe. I tend to maybe agree with you, especially against maybe Toronto, DC, or NYC outside of Yankee Stadium. I think the thing that has me the most nervous is that second round game. Against oh, Philly yeah. or Red Bulls. Yeah, like, for sure. Of those matches, that's the matchup that worries me the most. That's fair. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know that it, I don't feel as confident that Atlanta automatically gets the the check in that column. No? No. Okay. I think It could that... be one that goes to PKs. Maybe we'll have a coach that'll get them to practice that before those games yeah. since it is single match elimination you think they're going to be practicing pks at training this week they better <laughs> how many games in single elimination are going to come down to pks that's a new vault question we need to have oh that's actually a good question for the trap so we have three or no four first round games of those four first round games how many of those are going to go to penalties I like that question. I think Atlanta wins outright. Well, I guess that would have been the same question last year. Yeah. I think Atlanta wins outright. I think Philly Red Bulls goes to PKs. I think Toronto wins outright. Um, what did you say? Seattle plays Dallas. Dallas. RSL plays Portland. Philly plays New RSL York. RSL Portland, I think, goes to PKs. And who's Galaxy got? Uh, Minnesota. Galaxy wins that. So I think I'm I think I end up at three in the first round. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty pretty safe bet. And then you have what, four games in the second round? Yeah. And of those four oof. Tough, 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 tough. I don't know. I think Atlanta has to end up with one. And it would most likely be in the second round. I could see that happening. How many nil-nil draws did we have this I year? I think there's going to be a lot, man. This first this first year, it's not about nil-nil draws. It's 1-1 one, one draws. You don't get aggregate goals. The, the, you don't get home and away goals. Even if it's if it's a we draw, had you still have draws PKs. all season though. Yeah, but I think I think what's going to what's going to create more games that are going to go to PKs is the fact that the playoff system has changed. And you're going to see managers reacting to that and puckering, and you're going to see teams. Mm. You're going to have the overly aggressive teams, I think, are going to be the more successful teams in this playoff system. The yeah, te- you're probably teams, not wrong. That can, teams that can overcome the mental aspect of single elimination playoffs are going to be the most successful. Like, that sounds counterintuitive. Like, that sounds kind of uh, as a given, but. I think that really good teams sometimes fail in a playoff system because they get too in their head about what the consequences are of losing more than they do about what they're capable of to win as they would in a normal playoff position. I mean, the strategy that you used to have completely goes out the window. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. It is a completely different ball game, and it makes things a lot more interesting. Um, definitely a lot more, as you say, puckered. Um, I think you're going to see, and in a way, it's kind of nice because you're going to see some of these lower level. I think some of the underdogs are going to end up really surprising people because of that, because they have more to, like, they have a better shot at it now, I feel like, than they did in years past, where they play the first leg on the road and then they come they come back home and more times than not they're in a pretty bad position to make up for that so i'm excited for it oh yeah it's going to be great but it it's going to be interesting with it being the first year i'm 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 interested to see what different teams do um tactically to respond to the single elimination format Okay, uh, what else we got? Uh, so we talked about lineup. Any any takeaways from the game? What time are we looking at here? We're, we're almost out of time. So any takeaways from that match to take on to the follow-up leg? I think that if Gressel plays near as well as he did yesterday oh. on the 19th, I think we take away take that game running. I mean, the goal that he scored was great. His his passing is ridiculous. The pass that he's able to find. What about that Bilo? Oh yeah. Like for him to put that on the post yeah. like that was just oh so good. Um yeah. Greg saying if Nagby scores, we win. Just like if James Milner scores, Liverpool wins. <laughs> oh man. I don't think Liverpool's lost in a game that James Milner scored a goal, and that happened yet again on Saturday. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, what about you? Yeah, I, I think you just, I, I think you stay the course. I think that pity has a place in this lineup and maybe it's an early substitution. If he does start, like you said, I wouldn't start him, but maybe the front office does. I think he needs to get pulled early if he does start, um, or come in as I, I, I would prefer him not to, and then come in as a very early substitution. If we have the game under control, well, I mean that's the other dy- dynamic that the playoffs bring into it is there's a lot more impetus placed on the manager to make adjustments, more informed and more cutthroat decisions. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just because of the the gravity of the situation, and yeah, I, I could see that happening. So uh, other than that, though, I mean. Having a health, the fact that we get to talk about all three of our DPs potentially playing at the same time is a really exciting prospect. It is because it um, never it hasn't happened much this year. It really hasn't. So, but I still think that maybe that needs a little bit more time and training to get all the kinks ironed out. And again, if 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 the game's under control, I think you roll it for a half or so. But to come out that way after coming off the win, I don't know that that necessarily gives you the difference. Oh my god, what about Barco's free kick, man? It's two weeks That's, in a row. Yes. The exact same placement and two weeks in a Turner row. Was a, yeah, Turner oh. was able to turn that away. That was very, very disappointing. Brutal. To see. Yeah. That sucked. That sucked really bad. Barco played well. Um Barco played great, I thought. Yeah. And then Joseph, obviously. Yeah. So glad to have him back. Have the whole lineup back. I think it's great. This team is is coming together at the right time. Everybody being healthy. Um yeah, man. It sucks that you're going to miss that first game. Yeah. We'll be here for the game, the second game. Yeah, that's going to be great. We've already had the money deducted from our, our bank account, I think. For the second game. Right, yeah. I think they've already deducted it. Did every, they really? Yeah, I think oh. so. Or at least it's pending. It's a pending transaction. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you have to opt out of the playoffs if you're a season ticket holder. You have to tell them, I oh, don't yeah. want the tickets, no, otherwise you get charged for them. Yeah. Well, but at least they're good about it. It's face value. Yeah. So I'm not. That's why I got a credit card. I'm not worried about it. It's yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's a magical goodies creator. That's exactly it. It's just free money. Free money. Um, yeah, we need to pay Gressel. That's yeah. for damn sure. Domer, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if we can, if he's a DP, I don't know if we can afford him or if he wants that DP money. That's true. All right, so the the season's come to an end, or regular season's come to an end. What have you learned about Atlanta United over the regular season, and what are you still unsure about going into playoffs? I'm unsure that the back line sans Miles Robinson is going to be consistent. And If you're asking what my, my worries are that we might not win the MLS Cup, it's the back line outside of Miles Robinson being inconsistent, LGP chasing balls, deflections happening like they did yesterday. Because um, I have complete faith in our front seven. Yeah. If you want to call it that. Um, what about you? Um, yeah, I think the defense is the biggest question mark for me, as it has been all season. Uh, whether it was issues over at left back or finding out how to maintain that back line and not get not become so vulnerable to the long ball through through our ranks. Uh, if they can maintain hold-up play, that's where Atlanta really thrives defensively because I think that their possession-based talent level is some of the best in the league. But that that assumes that they have that possession. And so in order to do that defensively, you need to be able to run hold-up play and have overlaps defensively. And those are... Those have been the weakest moments that I've seen for this team is yeah. where they've they've not been able to maintain that overlap or maintain that hold-up play, and they are susceptible to getting burned, and then it leaves a wide open. I mean, Brad Guzan comes up with one really great save yesterday in a one-on-one at the top of the 18, and he gets a little unlucky in the second one, but that is a direct result of that exact same thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so in terms of things to take away from the season, I, I – or what have you been surprised by that you maybe um, didn't 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 see happening, or that you were worried about earlier? What, what Greg what Greg is saying that this season has been a lesson in tactical adjustments. I think that whenever you saw the personalities clashing at the beginning of the year between Frank DeBoer and everybody else, uh, I felt like maybe he may stay steadfast in his unwillingness to change up the formation or to change up his tactics. Yeah. And the fact that he's able to do that and adapt and, and be successful, ultimately be successful, especially off of the the expectations of the season we had last year, I think is, is pretty great. Uh, Domer said, we some tough bitches. Yeah. 44 matches this year, man. That's freaking hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anybody else? What do you guys have? Uh, what did you guys learn from the 2019 season? What did you learn and what do you, what do you big, what's your biggest concern going to the playoffs? So you talked about Nag- Nagby concern. is like maybe our most important player. No, oh, he's gone. So and I didn't realize that last year. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what you got till it's gone. No. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. Uh so yeah. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that this team is going to be okay. Yeah. Regardless of what happens. This this team is this, not Tata Martino. This team doesn't have to be what it was in a in a MLS Cup running season where they want like 
if we don't win the cup this year, I think we have a, a, as good a shot as anybody. If we don't win it, that's okay to me. Because I, I still think that this team is one of the top four or five teams out of the 32 in the league right now. No, we don't have 32. We have uh, 24. That's right. The goal is 32. That's right. Or that's, 30. right. that's right. But, yeah, I think that this is a top five team in the league. And yeah. we've got this. What will be interesting, it's weird to talk about next season, but next season I think is going to be more trying this, than this season was. This season we lost. Greg says top three. Who are the other two? The two LA teams? NYC and that's why I'm saying we're a top five team. I don't know if we're top three. We'll find out this playoff run for sure. We're. N- I don't think we're – I think this is a down year for Atlanta United. I think that's what we can expect. It's just going to be interesting next year. In man. perpetuity. Next year I don't know what happens. I really don't. I think we're going to have way more turnover in our ranks going into next season than we did this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. the coaching staff will maintain, and that's what you ultimately wanted by mm-hmm. bringing in Frank DeBoer was to maintain a tactic that could be employed and be plug-and-play. And I think that Atlanta has managed to find that in a lot of ways, and it's been a – what was the whole fucking debate we did? Evolution versus uh, – what's the other word? Adaptation? Adaptation, yeah. Or no. Uh, it was evolution versus like business as usual, basically. Oh, remember we were talking know, about yeah. like, oh, Frank's gonna do the same thing, or is it gonna be an evolution of that, or whatever? Um, I think it became some hybrid of what he wanted to employ with what we already found success in doing last season, which I don't think any of us really saw. I think that was what made most fans really nervous was that it did seem so contradictory to what we had found success in last year. You see a little bit of both of those now. Um, Atlanta still is extremely lethal on the counter, but it's not entirely Mm -hmm. predicated on the counter to find success offensively. So, yeah, looking forward to the offseason. Looking looking forward to the the postseason. Not the uh, offseason. Yeah, looking forward to the postseason. We'll see. I mean, it's all... It's all found money, right? Yeah. Everybody's asking, uh, or so Elliot Beaven asked, what players should Atlanta get next year? And uh, Greg and Joe Johnstone, both on the the kids' bandwagon, um, and both immediately said Lagos Kunga, hashtag Kunga squad. Um, I wanted to look up his stats. I wanted to see caps versus uh, goals that he's had. What's the over-under on if Andrew Carlton gets released in the offseason based on his history with Frank DeBoer and everything else that's happened on this team this year? I don't think you release him, but he... um, I don't... Honestly, I think he might have worked his way back into the lineup. I mean, he's been having some success with the twos. I don't know. We'll see. Joe Joe Johnston saying Carlton out. I don't... I don't... I don't agree with that. I think that as long as he puts his head on straight, kid has bags and bags of talent. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So what are you looking forward to most on your trip, Tim? Ooh, Mesa Verde. So so Angie and oh, I... Oh, yeah, the green salsa. Yes. <sighs> so good. It's the green door. Yeah. Or green table. Mesa's table, right? Um, so we, Angie and I collect national parks. So we've done 10 so far. And I think it was our first or second big trip. I remember looking at the the pictures of Mesa Verde. I was like, oh, I shit. To go to this. Yeah. It's like, uh, 
Excuse me. Bless sorry. you. For anybody who doesn't know, it's like America's Petra. It's like Adobe huts that were carved into. Um, I heard Kanye got those shut down because of building code violations. What? I don't. I don't understand that reference. Really? Yeah. Kanye made a bunch of domes, like little huts. That oh, was really? supposed to be like assisted living. They didn't meet building code. <laughs> City official came out and bulldozed all of them. Oh. Um, Greg will get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't follow that stuff. Um <laughs> it's your two favorite things, Kanye and architecture. Yeah. Um probably Mesa Verde. Uh or or sandboarding in the Great Sand Dunes. That'd be great. Oh I'm man. not gonna try and sandboard. I say that, but that I, we're gonna I'm gonna do it's like the, the sled. Sand. Oh yeah. That gonna do the cool. do the sled. That'll be fun. Yeah, or staying. I mean, the s- we get to Denver and then we go up to Estes Park, and we're staying in some cabins in a place called McGregor Lodge that Angie's great grandpa built. That is really awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like that's his pictures really cool. are all over the place. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, nice man. I'm yeah, be interesting. That would be a good trip. What are you looking forward to while I'm out? Inktober, got a lot of fun things going yeah. on. Um, you can follow along at the architect on Instagram, the underscore ARC, number one T E C T. It's been a lot of fun doing a different drawing every day. I am committed to doing the full 31 days. I came up just short last year. I got 21 or 22 last year. Ah, so. Sorry, that's not just short. <laughs> I got two <laughs> thirds. 10 short. Two thirds. Yeah, it was pretty You're close. Right. Pretty close. Looking forward to some more carvings from you, sir. Got that guy? Fun. Well, uh, well, Georgia? Well, Georgia on my mind? Should be fun, man. I'm excited you're getting into all that stuff. Yeah. I'm ready for you to have the his and her booth at the next festivals next yeah. year. Yeah. Between the two of you. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Joe Johnson's asking when we're going to Arby's. We legitimately need to book that one day. Uh, Yes. If we make it to the second... Meat let, Mountain. If we make it to the second round... We'll do it as a group, but Joe, I, I'll plan a meet and greet for those of you that are going to do the first round. Um, Tim won't be in attendance, so I'm sure less of you will come out, but <laughs> I will try to figure something out, and we'll do something uh, maybe. Because there's the Ar- – we've already talked about this, right? There's the Arby's over the CNN Center, right? Yeah. Maybe we can do a CNN Center. But does CNN Center do – is that like a full Arby's? I don't know. Do they see. have – is it like an Arby's Arby's Express in the airport? I'll have to do some uh, – Do they have Meat Mountain there? I'll have to do some recon and find out. Do they have cheese at pizza? <sighs> no one should have cheese pizza. Cheese at pizza. Yeah, they should. Ugh. They it's they legitimately – is like they took a cheese it, put it in Photoshop, and expanded it. Like the salt chunks on it got bigger, <laughs> just like they nor- they were to scale. That was the weirdest thing looking at that. That and just like the oddly specific Pizza Hut cheese, stuffed crust cheese. Oh, yeah. I could have eaten that blindfolded and knew that it came from Pizza Hut. Pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Was it was great. I liked it. Um,. Uh no, Popeyes is not restocked yet. I don't Greg. think it's coming back, is it? I, it's going to come back, but it's not restocked. It's yet. a bunch of bullshit. Once that comes back, I don't know what. Uh, Greg, let's talk offline because there's uh because the three of us can converge on one in between us, most likely. Yeah, yeah, I like and that. That could be a thing. I like that for 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 the content. Dude, God, Popeyes. Do Popeyes even when it's bad? It's so. Can good. we do that? Can. Can we do that, Greg? Can we just get a home before dark? Like we always have you in the studio, but we need to get everybody together 
from both shows. Yeah. And go to Popeye's and just hang out. <laughs> Home before the culture. Yeah. Make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, they absolutely need to grow new chickens. That's bullshit. 100%. Like, I haven't had a chance to try the 100%. damn chicken sandwich. 100%. Yeah. One hundo P, as the, <laughs> okay, the kids now stop. say. Please don't do that. As the little kids now please say. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Do your, does your nephew say that? Oh, I'm sure. He also says yeet all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> my 12-year-old or 13-year-old nephew. What other, what other words have you heard come come down the line? Um, Yeet. <laughs> like here. Oh. oh, that's great. Oh God, that's uh, what I see. I always see it, but I never say it out loud. I haven't heard no cap. No, Brian's asking, "Have you heard no cap?" No, I haven't heard that. Is that like the new version? Never. Uh, I like. He's talking about Captain D's. Ooh. Well, Captain D's gonna come out with their version of the chicken sandwich. It's gonna be a fish sandwich, though. <laughs> yes Dude what's that Captain D's meal It just comes with everything It's like two stuffed crabs Hush puppies Shrimp French fries Beer battered Is it fish, called the Captain's Feast Or something tuna. like that I have I need to get that in my life soon <laughs> Okay It comes so, with coleslaw too Oh No give me hush puppies uh, Both Give me extra hush puppies Brian is saying that no cap means no lie Oh my god. And then Brittany says no cap. Oh cr- I can't do the oh oh I can't cr- I can <laughs> Is that how that did I do that right? Well you know what you know what we really need to do? We really need so whenever we do that home before the culture show, we need to like find out all the things that we need to know to be cool. Like we need to get for the culture to educate us on the happenings. <laughs> What's what what's really happening in the culture? Yeah. It's just like the Cooligans. The Cooligans are always like ten steps ahead being in New York. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to learn things. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like whenever Daryl would trick Michael with uh Oh, you know what? Maybe that's what we do. Fake slang. Maybe we do without, like, we, we need to get a meetup, but we need to, every week, like, somebody needs to submit their slang. <laughs> <laughs> and see if the other, like, if we can guess what it's really, <laughs> like, just exchange phrases that we've heard between shows. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Yeah. Means. Maybe that's what we'll do. Uh, we Greg, need to do a home Greg, before the culture newlywed game type deal. Yes. Yes. yes that's, exactly. That's where that's where it needs to. That's, that's exactly needs to what yeah. we need to do. Yeah. That sounds great. Or a thousand dollar pyramid or whatever. Sixteen thousand dollar. It was some weird. Oh, dude, that's that's so stupid. What is that? It's just is that a thing. Yes. It's very definitely not radio friendly or podcast friendly. When you do what about eating? Would that be better or worse? Chew it up. What are you eating? <laughs> Just <laughs> chewing it. All right, man. I'm glad we were able to do this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. However, you found us, whether on YouTube, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever, wherever it is. However, you found us, leave us a rating or a review to hear it read aloud on the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit that Bell Holcomb icon. 
Bill Holcomb icon to get a notification whenever we go live. Um, love the hell out of you guys. We will see you another time. Can't say next week because I don't know what's happening, but we, I will plan something at least for the playoff match. Maybe I can drag Mr. Dan James himself out there. Do it. For the match. We'll do it, see. do it. We'll see what we can make work. So uh, thank you guys so much. Love the hell to you. See you next time. As always, be home before you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park